Hey guys, thanks for joining me today on the Dad Cook Podcast, Real Dads, Real Talk, No BS. It's been a minute since I've been on here with you guys. Uh, some stuff has changed, obviously. Uh, you can't see me, obviously, but I uh, had uh, my second thyroid surgery, so I have no thyroid at the moment. All the cancerous tissue has been removed at the moment. Um uh, according to the latest results, um, my blood work looks clear. So praise be to God for that. Absolutely. Um, life is hard. Like I said on the last podcast that I was on here, I know it's been a while, but we're going to get back into a groove here. Um, we're going to start with our little Sunday morning sermon like we're doing today. And we'll, uh, we'll talk about some cool stuff along the way and just, uh, some great ways that God has uh, really blessed me here lately and all the lessons that I've learned, and maybe we could pass that along to our kids. Uh, but before we get started, go ahead and follow us on all of our social media on Twitter at the underscore dad underscore code, as well as on TikTok, Instagram, Rumble, Facebook, and on YouTube, all at the Dad Cook Podcast. And most importantly, you can download all these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the like. Really appreciate you guys. Go ahead and share this podcast if you find it to have any value for you or someone that you might know. Give us a follow on all of those pl podcasting platforms. Really helps us out. Um, if it's a platform that does reviews, give us a good review. Really appreciate it. Moving right into everything, you know, um, like I said, I, I had my most recent surgery a few days ago, so if my voice is a little weak, I apologize, um, because it was in my throat area, so could be a little weak. I tried to turn the mic up here to be able to accommodate, um, but you know, anytime the word cancer is thrown around in someone's life. Uh, it obviously makes you start thinking about a lot of things and I'm no different. You know, I'm, I'm no one special. Um, but you know, I, I got to thinking about tomorrow and that's what this podcast is going to be entitled. You know, tomorrow is, man, it's, it's something that we all worry about, right? You know, Everything we do seems to be for tomorrow. We're getting ready for tomorrow or the future. You know, we work extra at our jobs that we don't even like with people that we don't even like necessarily. In some cases you do, but we do it all for tomorrow. We save some money for tomorrow. We don't spend this uh, paycheck uh, on that, you know, we, we save it all up for tomorrow or for many tomorrows from now. We don't have fun today. Just so we can get ready for tomorrow. We save all our money up, like I said. Take all our time and save all of our time up even. We save it all up for tomorrow, for later. Save up that PTO. Man, we worry about tomorrow. 
We worry about are we going to have enough money or will we be able to go on vacation or will we be able to afford that next big thing or the next big Christmas gift or the next next iPhone, I guess is the big thing now, the iPhone 14. It's amazing. It really is. How much we really worry about tomorrow. In the Bible, Matthew 6, 26, says, Look at the birds of the air, that they do not sow, they do not reap, nor gather into barns. And yet our Heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more worthy than they? And then in Matthew 6, 28, it continues, And why are you worried about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. In 6.30, But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? And then in 6.32, For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. You know, those are, those are pretty strong words. You know, that the Bible is telling us, God is telling us that you need to leave tomorrow to me. The Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, for your Heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. How many times... Have your kids come up to you and just told you something that's like, no, duh, I know that. Daddy, I need this for school. I know what you need. I promise. You know, it, it's always something, right? And I have to imagine, I mean, I mean let's be real. It's got to be hard being God. It really does. Now, he's he does an amazing job, but I imagine... God, I hope this isn't blasphemous. But I imagine that being a father here on earth is probably a very small microcosm of what it's like to be God. I'm not meaning that in any blasphemous way. But what I'm saying is, is if me being a father to one kid is any indication how it is to have billions and trillions of children that you have to deal with in the same way my goodness hats off to you bud but the point is we worry we worry a lot about tomorrow it's a disease amongst humans to worry about tomorrow we just can't stop and you know let let jesus take the wheel We always seem like we want to try to outsmart life by saving, planning. We covet tomorrow. We really do. We act like we act like tomorrow is owed to us. Like every single minute and second of our lives 
isn't scripted or were already known. Like we don't have someone who knows exactly what we need. Like we don't have somebody who's already working a plan to get you exactly where you need to be. As fathers, we like to think that we know what our kids need. But it's not always as simple as just giving them what they need. You know, it's not always as productive just to say, well, here you go. That's not as effective at teaching. Sometimes we got to let them learn through experience. We got to let our kids know or, or let them figure out what they need through life experience. So we put them in those situations. And that's what God does with us, too. We learn better that way. We don't forget it. Becomes ingrained in us. Not all the lessons are easy to learn. Not all of them are exactly the results that you would want. But make no mistake, God is God is giving you what you need while He's teaching you at the same time. Example. A man will say. An ambitious man, even. He wants to be a leader. He wants to lead. Wants to be a manager. Maybe he feels like his wife at home isn't on the same page as him. Maybe he feels like his wife is the problem. Maybe he feels like she doesn't support him enough. You ever stop to think that maybe this is God's lesson for you? Maybe this is something that he put there for you to learn? Maybe the, maybe your relationships at home, maybe with your wife and your kids, maybe that is your lesson. Maybe it's the key to your ambition. Maybe it's the key to your learning to be a leader. Maybe he's trying to show you that first you need to learn to lead at home. You need to learn to lead the person that I said that this is the one for you for the rest of your life. This is your life partner here that I have placed in your life. You need to learn to manage that relationship first before you can go on and learn to manage others. Or maybe, maybe it's as simple as, hey, if you, can, if you can manage this relationship, you can manage any relationship, bud. I think that's a real thing. God puts us exactly in the situations you need to be in to get to where you need to be. He uses a lot of tools, a lot of tools at his disposal. He puts people in your life. He puts, place, he puts you in places you need to be in. He even, he even puts challenges in front of you to give you a chance to overcome. You know, uh, when I started this podcast, I 
I never really thought I'd be sitting in front of a microphone talking about overcoming cancer, talking about God, talking about things that I've learned along the way. You know, I started it um, I started it because I wanted my my son to know who his dad was. I wanted I wanted him to see that his dad was strong. I wanted him to see that his dad was a leader and that we could do anything as fathers, as men, as, as children of God. Never thought I'd be here talking about this stuff. At the time, I had no idea that cancer was in my future. But God's taught me a lot of a lot of lessons through this process. You know, I spent a lot of my working career chasing money. Chasing that thing that we always seem to hoard up, you know, the, the, the monetary side of things. I always wanted to put stuff away for tomorrow. I thought that my achievement there and how much I could put away for tomorrow and plan for tomorrow, I thought it made me a good father. And I think to some extent it's probably prudent to have a little something saved up, but the amount that we as humans seem to covet tomorrow, how we just, we think that that's coming no matter what, and it's, I'm just going to set it over there and it'll be there. It'll be there one day. It's just not, it's not the case. Like I said, I I wanted my son to know I was strong. So what was God's plan for me? Well, he laid a pretty big challenge in front of me with this cancer. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying that my cancer was worse than others because there's Sorry, I hit the microphone there. There are way more people out there that have way worse situations than I do. Not saying that at all. But it's scary. God gave me a situation that, you know, tomorrow, he taught me very clearly and concisely that tomorrow is not guaranteed for you, son. As much as we all want to think it is, it's not owed to you. He owns tomorrow. Tomorrow is his. You know, why or why, why is it as humans we decide that we are going to really covet tomorrow when we have been given this gift of today? We have been given this gift, this beauty. I mean, I'm looking at the window right now. And you wouldn't believe this, the rays of sunshine that are coming in this window. We're, we're, I, you know, 
we're worried about tomorrow whenever there's this going on outside right now. Look what God has prepared for us. He's given us a he's given us the ability to freaking walk outside and draw breath. He gave me the ability to go through two surgeries to cut out t- cancerous tissue from my body. He gave me a blessing that all those margins are clear and my blood work looks good right now. That and praise God for that. You think I'm worried about tomorrow? Heck no. No. I'm I'm living today. That's my challenge to you. He's going to put challenges in front of you. Like I said, I had surgery twice. For the same reason. I had the threat of, you know, well, you might have to go on radioactive iodine. I ain't worried about that. I'm worried about today. My God's got this. I got that blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus was shed for me. I ain't worried about it. You know, the, one of the other things I said is I wanted my son to know his dad was a leader. You know, I'm jumping around a little bit here, guys. I get a little bit fired up about this, but the point is, is that God, God has other plans. And he wants you focused on today. He wants you focused on what he is giving you right now. You're not supposed to be worried about tomorrow. Tomorrow is his. He decides about tomorrow. I mean, dads, what do we take from this? I mean, I think we take a cue from our Heavenly Father. You know, we... We live in tumultuous times. There's a lot of temptation to constantly worry about tomorrow, you know, with the fear of World War III or, you know, the stock market crashing or, you know, my retirement fund or, you know, sickness and plague and all kinds of ugliness. There's plenty of it out there. There's a lot of things that we could point at and say that's a good reason to just focus on tomorrow but the reality is we can't live in fear of tomorrow we have to bask in the glory of today that's what God's given us like I said let's teach through living dads let's not Teach our kids to be in fear of tomorrow. Let's teach them to enjoy today. Let's teach them to praise God every single day. Let's teach them to enjoy those blessings that have been given to us. Because God owns tomorrow. He's not, he's not just handing it to you on a silver platter. You know, there's a song out there that, that says, you take good care of me. You know just what I need. And he does. Dads, like I said, let's teach through living in gratitude 
and not in fear of tomorrow. Let's love our kids, love our family. Let's lead. Let's be strong, but be fair. We are lions. Love you guys. Be sure to go ahead and follow us, like I said, on Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the like. Share this message with anybody that you think might get some value out of it. Appreciate you guys sticking with me. I know it's been a while. We're going to get back into the groove of things, like I said. Thanks for all the prayers out there, for those of you who know my situation. Um, God is good. Let's live today. You guys have a fantastic Sunday, and we will see you guys next time.